This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the program. 401 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Hope you enjoyed Today's countdown, uh, you guys did a great job on the Michael Jordan countdown. I That was kind of an easy one for me, being a lifelong Bulls fan. I had a lot of uh, choices. Uh, Scraby, though, I thought you came out of the out of the woodwork with some good ones there. Thank you. Thank including you. Including the uh, some choice. I like it. Scraby was some, some Scraby clever was choices, there. man. Very clever. Chris, Very good, Scraby. When, during the break, Chris was like, I was just trying to figure out when he went 22 for 22. <laughs> couldn't recall it. <laughs> Could not recall that happening. And I uh, also couldn't recall him dunking from, from half, half court. court. <laughs> and that's when I realized something uh, was amiss uh, with Scraby's w- number wish, one selection. I didn't catch it until he said dunking from half court. And I was like, oh, I saw that. I wish there. everyone was here to see both of your faces when you realized that I wasn't being serious. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I for Michael Jordan. The thing was, I didn't even bat my eye at the twenty-two for twenty-two. I, like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm sure he did do that at some point. <laughs> he could have used some of his moments from uh, when he hosted Saturday Night Live. Uh, I didn't even know he I, did I, that. I oh yes, he that. hosted Saturday Night Live, and he was on the. Uh, you know the guy. I believe it was Stuart Smalley was the character name, but he looked into a mirror and he always said, "Was that when he had the gray suit on?" He was. He was. He said, "I'm good enough. I'm special." That's I'm, right. And then Mike, he had Michael Jordan repeat <laughs> that, right? And Jordan had a big smirk on his face because he had a lot of trouble saying, "I'm good enough." I'm, <laughs> and he's just the greatest ever. Uh, there was a lot of funny Michael Jordan moments. Uh, and uh, it is his 60th birthday, so we've been celebrating that a little bit today. Speaking of goats, Tiger Woods apologized today. Said he did not mean to offend anybody. He called it a prank during the first round of the Genesis Invitational on Thursday. Here's what happened. Woods hit a tee shot 20 yards beyond Justin Thomas on the ninth hole. Woods then covertly passed he thought it was covertly. He thought it was covertly, but somebody <laughs> caught a screenshot of it. He passed a tampon to Thomas as they walked down the fairway. The meaning of that apparently being that Woods hit the ball further than Justin Thomas, who had apparently hit the ball like a girl. And people are really, really upset about this. And I got to be honest with you, relax. It's, you know, it was all supposed to be in fun. Wood said, obviously, it hasn't turned out that way. If I offended anybody, it was just friends having fun. And that's really all that was. 
I don't think everybody has to make a federal case out of this. <laughs> yeah. But they are making a federal case out of it. I mean, clearly it got back to him that it yeah. hasn't hasn't set well with It didn't people. sit well with uh, people who didn't like uh, the notion that Justin Thomas had hit the ball like a girl. I Scraby. don't know I should say anything <laughs> yeah, about just this. Maybe you just, no. go, back, go back to what you did the first hour of the show. <laughs> All right. Not talk? Not, Not talk. talk. Yeah. yeah. I don't want yeah. you to get in any more trouble I just, here. Just, uh, okay. You're probably better off that way. Uh, uh, t- Tiger, I'm going to move on. Tiger <laughs> shot a three over 74 today. He is at one over par. The the cut line for the Genesis Invitational keeps jumping back and forth between even and plus one. So they're still playing in the second round right now. Max Homa is in the lead at minus nine. But um, Tigers plus one may get him to play the weekend. It may not. Ooh, that is the, still to be determined. The cut just moved as I was looking at the leaderboard to plus one. Yeah, right. I said it was going back and forth. Thank you for repeating what I just no, but, but said. You were saying it was going back and forth, but I just saw it move officially to plus one. Well, it was already one plus one at some point, even before you looked at it yeah, and saw it. Yeah, I mean, and then it went back to even, and yep. then, and then it which just, goes to Chris's point that it just updated it's over going here. back and forth. It just updated over here. Just wanted you to know. I just wanted to be uh, You were up so to good for the first three and a half minutes of this up. hour, <laughs> but there you go again. You'd be proud of me. I didn't say anything about Tiger. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> right. There's still two hours left of this show. Yeah, you're going to mess up. Somewhere <laughs> you're going to mess up. Uh, time for Chris versus the fans. Chance for you to qualify to win that two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas. It includes a spa treatment at Serenity Spa. Also, dinner at the Edge Steakhouse. Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. It features newly designed premier rooms. Part of their $70 million room renovations. Home of legendary Vegas fun. Do you have anything else to add to the prize package today, Scrooby? Yes, we sure do. And what would that be? That would be, as we've been giving out all week long, San Diego Legion tickets for their game tomorrow. You can also win a pair if you win Chris versus the fans to tomorrow's SD Legion rugby game. SD mm. Legion Someone spelled it rug rudgy. Rudgy. Someone who's the someone, Scraby. Uh it's Dave Marcus, I think. Dave Marcus. Oh, you just rolled on that Dave under no, the bus. I don't think Dave actually did this. But anyway, SD Legion rugby home opener at <laughs> Now Snap that you bring Vegas it up, Stadium. is Dave Marcus still the officially the promotions director at our station? <laughs> I think so. I think during the pandemic they gave him that title. I don't know. Well, no, still Chris, Chris, Chris. We all know this in a corporate setting. Anytime they give you Dave a new Marcus job. Dave Marcus got to be one of the funniest promotion directors in the history of the job. Chris, you know this. Anytime you pick up a new job, and it's just temporary. In a corporate setting, that means permanent. You're yeah. never giving that job up. You sound like you speak from uh, many from years of experience. <laughs> experience. Okay, so you get to win a SD Legion rugby home opener ticket at Sna- Snapdragon Stadium, and you got a shot at winning a pair of VIP suite tickets to the game. Tickets on sale now at sdlegion.com. I never want to read that again because that was difficult. Please for me. don't. Let's go to Chris versus the fans <laughs> right now. <laughs> If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. The rules you have to make it through three questions. <laughs> you just got right to it, didn't you? Well, we're kind of running out of time. 
You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. Very good. Let's oh, play ball. One more. One more. If you are a first time player. Sorry. I left you We're hanging. Back to normal. <laughs> no, if you're a first time player, let us know before we get into it. You get the first question for free on your first time. And nobody be as good as uh, the guy who played yesterday. Ooh, what was his name? Forgot his name. Sorry about that, but whoever he you was are, money. he was. Let you me go blew see. our drawers off. The guy was so uh, he had what? only two questions, but they were both impossible. <laughs> and he came up with both of them right off the top. Colin, of his head. yeah, he did. Colin. Colin, Colin, yeah, man. All right, let's get to our first contestant, Brian. Happy Friday to you, man. Welcome to the show, Brian. Hello, hello, hello. There you go, Brian. All right, Brian, you're up. First question. What is the name of the multi-purpose stadium the Steelers and Pirates used to used to play in? Dang. Heinz Field. Heinz Field. Not gonna get credit for that one. Whoa. Three Rivers Stadium. Oh, I was waiting for. <laughs> Sorry so, about named, that, Brian. so named because it's uh, located where the uh, three rivers in Pittsburgh come together. Does anybody yeah. know the name of those three rivers? Tony Gwynn Jr., I you've do been not. there many times. Yeah, I've been there many times. I knew it was three rivers. The Ohio, the Allegheny, and the famous Monongahela. There it is, the Monongahela. I'm hey. sorry. Excuse me? Bless you. Bless you. Let's go to our next contestant, Matt. Welcome to the show, Matt. Tony, Chris, Scraby, happy Friday. Happy Friday Friday to you as well. First question. Oh, this is a doozy. If a player hits the foul pole down either line, what is the result of the... That would be a home run. Home run. Correct. It is. Some argue it should be called the fair pole. I would argue it should be called the fair pole, but, you know. That is a wild debate I've never (laughs) even thought about. Me and and Jesse have this discussion often. If it hits the foul pole, it should be foul, but it's not. It's a home. Wow. Jesse actually might have been the first. Same goes for the foul line. Foul line, right. Down each line. All hits that chalk. It's a fair ball, but it's called a foul line. Mind blowing, isn't it? Yeah, this is, life this, is just. We need to get Manfred issues. on the phone right now. <laughs> Let's go to our next question. What city was the was the infamous ice bowl played in? Green Bay, Wisconsin. That a boy, Ooh. Matt. Wow, we're Matt. going. We're going there. Here we go. Qu- question Rolling number three. Nicely. One to go for the title. Tough. Uh-oh. What? Scrape. What? Maybe he's lost his mind. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. <laughs> what pitcher is credited with in, with inventing the curveball? Get out of here! <laughs> I don't Chris? know. Uh, Jimmy Curveball. Jimmy Curveball. I wish his name was Jimmy Curveball. Stay there, though. Chris, the reason no I put idea. this in there. How the hell would I know this one? The reason I put this it's in over there. over 100 years old, probably. reason I put this in there is because Chris was a pitcher through college, so I figured that maybe Chris had done some research on how <laughs> baseball pitches came about at some point in his life. 
Gravy, you are, are hilarious. Can you stop that, doing man. that with your hands? This is really good news for Matt because he's going to win the uh, win the contest today unless I just pick a name that happens to be correct. How about Jones? <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Jones? What is Jones? No? No. Right, Matt, you win. You're the winner. Stay there. Nice Stay work. Stay in there. Who uh, got the curveball, Scraby? William Arthur Candy Cummings. Yeah. In the early 1870s. Oh, right. even even further yeah. ago. This is this is long, long, long time ago. 150 years ago. It is a question number three. Candy Straight. coming. Yeah. Right. Well, that's to, good news it for has, Somebody has to actually be able to have an answer to that. Yeah, that's important. I don't oh, think I, there's anybody on planet Earth that might have known that answer. If mm. there is one person, I would expect Chris to, you'd to think have it would some be sort of inkling. Well, that's a compliment. I'm yeah. actually almost honored that you would ask that, that question. That is a compliment. Thinking that I might know the answer to it. <laughs> I'm never so going to ask a question that. that gives you credit again. <laughs> I know you're not. That is very nice of you to, to think yeah. of, yeah. of you're, you're Chris in that light. And, like hey, it. let's be honest. Matt's pretty happy about it because oh, he cashed he in on the uh, prize today. Good luck to your good going, Matt, and a good luck to the rest of you. You'll have another chance to win. Five more chances to win, or four more chances to win next week. Did you guys realize we were headed to a three-day weekend here? Uh, Matthew Scraby reminded me today when I walked in, and it was a nice surprise. You were nicely, you were happily surprised. Yes. yes. Uh, everybody's going to be off, or not. hopefully all of you listening are also off, but we are all off here on uh, Monday for I, President's Day. I used to work uh, jobs where you had to work on, like, popular days to work were holidays, and it just it just wasn't as fun. I'm glad that I'm in a job now where I get the holidays off because I get to celebrate like everybody else. Yeah, Monday will be a day off. We will be back on Tuesday. We will also be back in a couple of minutes here after we check some traffic. Oh, wait, a lot wait, more Gwen wait, and Chris wait. is coming your way. Wait, wait. Still to come on the program today, okay. the, uh, the Big Five is headed your way. <laughs> we'll have our interview of the week as well. And... Uh, who knows what other fun topics will arise between now and 6 o'clock on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 419 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Squee. Just... 
having some fun. Sam Levitt has launched his own podcast called Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam will dissect all the latest news from the Padres. Find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast. Chris? Yes? You may have been onto something with the whole Eagles formation at to get the one yard. Oh, the uh, Super Bowl play that I hated. The Super Bowl play that you could not stand. Yeah. Well, according to Dan uh, Blandino. Dean. Oh, Dean Blandino, the rules what did I say official. Dan? Yeah, Dean. Yeah. Gosh. It says <laughs> Dean right there, too. I don't know how I missed it. <laughs> Dean Blandino uh, would be shocked, he says, if the NFL does not ban Eagles patented Q- QB sneak. Oh, ban that ban. play. Yes. He said he would be shocked. Came out in a... Uh, and Bleacher Report to damn. How are they going to ban it? I mean, are you going to say you can't line three guys up right behind the quarterback, or are they going to say that it you may can't be the push part push that, the quarterback. that you that I think might be the. Uh, but if you say you can't push the quarterback, then you're not going to be able to push any back. He said so. That would change uh, quite a few things because you know pushing guys. Like, if you hand off on the eight-yard line to your fullback, you see all the time the pile will just move toward the goal line. Yeah, he said that uh, I think the league is going to look at this. I'd be shocked if they don't make a change. He would go on to say uh, Blandino compared the play to a rugby scrum and said it's just not a skillful play. This is just a tactic that is not aesthetically pleasing play, he said. Exactly, Dean. And I think the competition committee is going to take a look at it. Well, I mean, we shouldn't be making rules based on how they look. Yes, I we mean, should. But it, it, yes, we should. Look, wait. third and one. Third and one is a dramatic time in the game. Hold up, real or quick. fourth and one. Real quick, the Eagles have taken all the drama out of it by doing something that I don't think is actual football. You said you shouldn't be making plays. You shouldn't be making decisions based on how. Did things he say look. he said the word aesthetically? Right. It yes. doesn't aesthetic, aesthetically. That's a hard word to say. Look good. Yes. So we're going to change it because it doesn't look good are, to the are, eye. Are you not? Are you not paying attention to Major League Baseball right now? Yeah, I mean, yes, I am. They clearly <laughs> are doing the same exact thing. That's weird. Well, no, it's different. Really, the, sh- the different. shifts are the shifts are aesthetically look good looking. But they're doing that. They're doing that to create more action on the bases. They're doing well, that well, to, more to, to create to more his, action his, as well. To his You're point. right. But I want third and one to be an interesting play again. Maybe. The Eagles have, have have found a loophole. And, and I think it. that they've ruined the third and one, fourth and one play. Because you know everybody else is going to start that's doing it That's what I said. I said that. That's what I said on Monday. Yeah, he did I say said that. I said either they're going to outlaw it or every team in football is going to do it. But what I'm saying is maybe I'm too hung up on the word aesthetically. Because to me, he's saying it doesn't look good. We don't want our, our, our audience doesn't like to look at this play. I don't think they that, do. The, the board part is Dean Blandino is not a decision maker, so right, that's just that that's true. just his <laughs> opinion in terms of <laughs> here here Dean using the aesthetically or using the word aesthetic. Not a boy, Dean. Um, but it it's it's also been said by staffers around the league, quoting one anonymous one. Right, people have caught wind of it and seen that it's too successful not to implement on their own. And so I am not alone right. is basically what we're hearing at this point. Now, whether or not they change it or not, we'll have to see. But apparently I'm not the only one who noticed that in the Super Bowl and thought, hmm. this is inherently This is bad. not football. Didn't like it. Speaking of rules changes, uh, ESPN put out a little article here today 
And I thought it was kind of interesting, Tony, about having to do with the rule change in baseball, putting in the pitch clock. And they went back to last year. This is not a moment that Padre fans are going to love me to go back to. But they went back to last year's Bryce Harper at bat against Roberto Suarez in Game 5 of the National League Championship Series. We know what happened. Harper hit the home run. Phillies went to the World Series. Apparently, between the time he was announced and the time he got to the plate, Bryce Harper, 1 minute and 17 seconds. Far Ooh. too long. I, I, I hate that. Pitch, they... <laughs> hang on. Pitch number two took 26 more seconds. Pitch number three took 23 seconds. Number four, 23 seconds. Pitch number five, 25 seconds. Pitch number six took 28 seconds. Pitch number seven took 23 seconds. And uh, Harper Just make it a regular run. season rule. Well, yeah, my point that's... is, is yeah, I we all love the drama of that moment. It, you wouldn't have been able to do that under the current rules. Well, hopefully there's some discretion come playoff time. Because not I haven't, until that article pointed it out, mm-hmm. I was actually at the game. I know. I don't recall it being, being feel, disturbed like, that it was taking so long. I don't remember it, it feeling like it taking a long time. No, I don't disagree with so, you at all. So Tony, you know, I, I, I get what they're they're getting at is that those type of moments we're not going to have, or they're going to happen really much faster. Yeah, but there come playoff time. You know, moments like that I, deserve to breathe. I don't think anybody complains about. We talk about this often. We've been talking about it for like the last three years. I don't think anybody complains on length of time of playoff games because of the way in which they're played. Right? There's a way more intensity. There's so to much those drama games. to right. those games that having every a couple pitch, extra minutes is good. Right? Every pitch is. It feels like could be the the pitch that breaks things open, and so. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We this is going to be again. This is the first trial run of this season. We'll see come postseason. Hopefully, we're talking Padre baseball during that time, right? We will be. How that will, how the clock will factor into playoff baseball. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting. Will they just eradicate it entirely, or will they just not pay attention to it? Because if you still have I, the clock, it's going to tick down to zero. You know, in a lot of these postseason games, and the question is, are the umpires just going to ignore it completely? I think to to avoid unintended conversations slash Mm -hmm. stirring the pot more, you probably should get rid of it come postseason. Come postseason, get rid of it. Because you know what what they're going to do on uh, television, don't you? They're going to take that clock off, probably. Well, during the regular season? Don't you think they're going to put it on the screen? Oh, for sure. Like a play clock in football? For sure. In which case, when it runs down to zero, if a pitcher hasn't yet gone into his windup, even the fans at home are going to be able to that's say, That's a block! That's a block. That's a <laughs> ball. That's a that doesn't strike. count. Right. He hasn't thrown it right. on time. Right. Or if a pitcher or if a hitter hits a home run after the zeros have gone up, that pitch shouldn't have counted. You're going to open up a lot of can of worms. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I'm looking forward to the middle of the season when everybody's used to it, but it's going to be crazy in March and in April. Yeah, I agree. And the first time somebody gets called out, the batter, I'm talking about the batter not being ready in time. The first time a batter gets called out with two strikes 
and the base is loaded, it's gonna be, and the umpire goes, strike three, inning's over, and the batter goes, what happened? He's going to lose his mind. Somebody's going to lose complete I mean, control. just think, we had dudes taking off their pants when they were uh, checking be- belts. So you know guys are going to go to the extreme. You yeah, know some umpire you know is going to call a batter out with the bases loaded and two strikes because he fixed his sock or something and didn't get back in the box in time. It's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, when it does, it all is kind hell's of going to break. It is loose. kind of fascinating, and maybe it turns out that it's not that big a deal. But as you mentioned, the playoff games are longer because those moments are more important and they're yeah. more intense. So, so how they handle so you're, that? You're saying at this point here on February 17th, when we get to October baseball, it would be your suggestion to just get rid of the clock entirely. Get rid of, get rid of the clock the same way you same get, way you're going to get rid of the ghost runners. Yeah, you took the words right oh, out of okay. my mouth. All right, the same way you're going to do that. Just get rid of the clock. Let this let the games play naturally. At that point, we're not going anywhere. Like it's just a hundred and sixty two game season that that we it, need to get over that, with. That we need to figure out ways to get through quicker. But postseason, leave it alone. I got to tell you, Scrape, I'm really excited you found this Dean Blandino story. <laughs> it was actually Tony. Oh well, Tony, I'm very excited you found. I it. thought of you. I was really soon as I read it, little, I thought of you. I was looking for a little confirmation on my hatred of the Eagles' <laughs> sneak play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and evidently I have some support. So we'll see where that all goes. By Dean Blandino. I, you know, I used to never really care for Dean Blandino. Now a you rules love him. Analyst. Now <laughs> he'll be my favorite he's rules your, analyst. He's your guy now. He'll be my new guy. Oh man! All right, uh, let's get to break. When we come back, the Big Five. Scraby gets to talk a whole lot. Scraby, what you got sitting in that Big Five? Well, Chris Mad Dog Russo and Alana Rizzo had a big old debate about Manny Machado this morning. Oh, and we're gonna play. You no, know, Chris of that. is kind of a hater. Usually. Yes, he's usually a hater when it comes to this. Yeah, then everybody knows what he's going to be saying. But right. I thought it was good. Um, Chris stole my Clayton Kershaw story, so I took uh, liberties to change this question, and now um, we're going to talk about Clayton Kershaw's future this season with, with the Dodgers. Fair enough. When we come, sounds back, like a big five. That also oh, now that Chris is trying to <laughs> shoot down my big five. Um, also, Derek Carr is going to be visiting with the Jets here soon. Wow, also, that, that's going to bring even more listeners back. <laughs> are, you, are you done? Also, the NBA is doing something weird with their all-star draft this year, uh-huh. and some people are calling it soft. Are you done? I'm done. Another mediocre Big Five on what? the way. Scraby's Big Five is coming up here in a moment. Welcome back to the uh, show, 4.36 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Mr. Scraby. Rolling along on a fun Friday. Uh, happy hours still to come. Kick off the happy hour, not only by updating you on the day's sports headlines, which are quite few, to be honest. Also going to give you a list of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame finalists. Oh, can't wait. Well, there's some pretty some good names in there, Good man. names on that list, I will tell you. And uh, Tony and I will uh, kick those around in just a little bit. But for now, we'll just settle for turning the proceedings over to Matt Scraby after traffic for his Big Five. We'll have to get the traffic in the Big Five. Still not ready. Yeah, when I said traffic's not ready, I'm sorry, Matt. (laughs) And as you're quickly discovering and should have known by now, 
I don't really closely listen to what you I'm, say. No, I've been aware for, for, for a long time. So we'll get the traffic in the Big Five. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, before we get into the Big Five, log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or on 97.3TheFanSD.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Coldplay's sold-out show at Snapdragon Stadium on September 27th. Every hour you listen now through February 19th equals one entry into the contest. Number five. Now, MLB Network has a show called High Heat, and it has Chris Mad Dog Russo and Alana Rizzo, and they tackled the Manny Machado opt-out news, and there was a pretty good debate between Mad Dog Russo and Alana Rizzo. Here is what was said to, earlier today on the MLB Network. I don't think that... I think you're overrating Machado a little bit. I mean, I know you're going to tell me the Yankees and everything else. He's a good player. I mean, he's not... He's a Aaron great Judge. player. He's not a dynamic... No, he's not. He was not a runner-up MVP last year, and Aaron, I would so, take Manny Machado's defense at third base. I would take Manny Machado's defense at third base over a lot of guys. I mean, he's he's definitely in the top five right. of third basemen, not only, not only defensively, but what he gives you in that lineup. Is he Manny a top Machado posts every baseball? single day. Is yes. he a top ten player I believe, in Major I believe League Manny no, Machado. Yes, I believe Manny Machado is a top 10 player in well, Major League Baseball right now. And you know what else you always well, listen, talk about? That you got, that, that, wait not, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said Aaron Judge and Giancarlo right. Stanton. There was always right. the problem because they were not in the lineup at the same time because they were hurt. Last year notwithstanding. Manny Machado is out there every single day. You take a look at the Padres when Tatis went down, before they got Soto, all of this stuff. He is in that lineup every single day. And I all right, you can go on MLB Go ahead, Network. Alana. Actually, I'm going to retweet that at Matt Scraby right Shout now on to Twitter. Alana she kissed Russo's she behind. Sure I was going to say, there's another I mean, like, he was left speechless, which oh, is almost hey. impossible to do. There's Chris almost was hating up there, not Chris Ella. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, Chris Russo. Russo. There's 90 seconds left of this debate, but uh, I think she wins. I'm just going to say that a lot of Rizzo wins. But, Chris, um, no real question here. Just thoughts on what they said. Well, my first thought is uh, kudos to Alana Rizzo for even working with Chris <laughs> and Matt Russo. It cannot be an easy assignment. No. And they're not even in the same place either, no. which is even more hard. I difficult. actually think Chris Mad Dog Russo is okay. I, I, don't, I think he's a little blustery for my taste. But the fact that she even like lines up and goes after and goes with, against him with the on a daily basis, kudos to her. Uh, she won this particular argument in a blowout. Chris Mad Dog Russo doesn't even sound like he knows what he's talking about when he's trying to tell me that Manny Machado is an okay player. I mean, really, is there anybody around baseball, Tony, that <laughs> it, thinks he's seriously an okay player? It's literally absurd. Right? I mean, that's not even close to being a top. T- yes, he's top ten. I, I, you can't name ten players better than Manny Machado, or as consistent, or that post every day. She Knock made a great off. point about him playing every single day. Well, and the fact that he doesn't just play every day, he plays 
spectacularly every day. He carried the offense for at times for the Padres. How many how many guys do you know in baseball? Any players in baseball that are so good, you sit in the stands and hope that the ball is hit toward them. Manny Machado is about the only one I can think yeah. of that if there's a ground ball to third base, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I no. want to see what he can do. He's a habitual hit hater, is what I like to call him. Hit He's a hit hater. You don't hit the ball over that way. He hates on all hits. That's really funny. And speaking of haters, that's Chris Russo. So yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to say I me. I thought he to was saying you too. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh gosh, here it comes. All right, traffic is ready, so we'll get to number four after we get you traffic. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Number four. Well, Clayton Kershaw has had to drop out of the World Baseball Classic after not being able to secure insurance on his $20 million he is due for his 2023 contract. Alden Gonzalez wrote, uh, the insurance was likely not secured because of past issues with his back. So he doesn't want to go to the World Baseball Classic, get injured, and then not be able to be paid by the Dodgers. He said he's disappointed and frustrated, but will be ready to go for the regular season. Tony, how many starts do you think Clayton Kershaw makes in 2023? I did not know you were going to go there with it, huh? Woo-hoo! How many starts do I think Clayton will make? Let's see how many he made last year. That's where I'll start. Clayton made... 22 starts. It's more than I thought, actually. I think he makes around the same amount. Okay. Around 20, 22? Yep. All right. Chris, what do you think? How many starts does Clayton Kershaw make? I'll give I him think, 25. 25. I think 22 is a good over-under for him. 126 innings. Average about six innings a start. 
You know, here's the thing about Kershaw that I really didn't realize till I just looked at this. He had a 2.23 ERA last yeah. year. He also had a 0.94 whip, a whip walks and hits innings pitch. He also struck out more than a batter per inning. Clayton Kershaw's still really good. Yeah, he's throwing. I keep thinking that he's, you know, it's about enough in already. It, in it, with, with, and it's just not true. I it, mean, he had a he had a better than average year last season. Isn't it strange what injuries will make you think about somebody? Right. Because it, it's really just been that he hasn't been out there pitching more than it has been that he hasn't been effective pitching. Yeah, 20 and 21, he only made 16 starts combined. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think twenty five is a good number. And wait, Kershaw, wait, in twenty and no, 20, I, I beg your pardon. He had uh, thirty two starts in twenty and twenty one combined, and one of those seasons was only a sixty game season. But nonetheless, he's still better than I thought he was. So I'll give him twenty five starts, Scraby. All right, like Tom. man, we still have to deal with Clayton Kershaw here in San Diego. Evidently. Number four, I already did that. Number three. The Jets are looking for another quarterback to come in and try to get them to the playoffs. Two names have been linked to the team. Aaron Rodgers and free agent Derek Carr. Nathaniel Hackett is now the offensive coordinator for the Jets, which he is linked to Aaron Rodgers. But Carr is set to visit with the Jets and could choose them once the new league year starts uh, in the next month, I believe, in March. Tiki Barber, though, you guys see these comments he made about Aaron Rodgers in the New York media? He said that he doesn't think that Aaron Rodgers is built for the New York media spotlight. That might be true. I didn't really think about it until I thought about it, and he is somewhat sensitive. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I mean, yes, I do. Yeah. But go ahead, ask your question first. Oh, the question, Chris, see, I almost is, got you off there. Uh, do you think Derek Carr is built for the New York media? I don't think anybody's necessarily built for the New York media. That's a tough assignment for any of these guys. Um, Derek Carr, he's going to get beat up pretty good by the New York media because he's going to make a mistake or five. (laughs) (laughs) And Nathaniel Hackett, he doesn't know what he's in for either. <laughs> I don't think he does. That guy. <laughs> it's not the great place to go after you get fired. I mean, not he's, only He might be the fired, first person he, they put the, they turned their ire to. He was just clueless as head coach of the Denver Broncos. So he better stay out of the limelight, like real quiet. <laughs> he, better, he better park in the back and sneak in the uh, kitchen entrance. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think the Jets are, you know, coming up. I just am not sold on either guy to get them completely turned around. Carr T- or Rodgers. Tony, do you think Derek Carr is built for the New York media? That's Chris. I don't know that anybody is, but it's, what's interesting is is there are two different personalities, two different type of things. Chris talked about uh, Derek Carr, you know, making some mistakes and having an answer for him. I always felt like New York media – loves to go at cats like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, because they know he'll respond. Not only because they know, you know, Aaron's a, a pretty witty, smart, kind of sarcastic at times. I believe he thinks of himself, and he didn't say this, I'm saying this, as a philosopher. Well, you know, if that's if that's it, I think they uh, New York media likes having philosophers <laughs> to, to ask questions. And uh, But in all seriousness, I think Derek Carr might be all right. I think it might, he might be all right in New York. Because yeah. I, I think he doesn't have a problem getting in front of the camera when he makes mistakes and answering for it. Yeah, you know I was going to say that, yeah. I don't know if that's the same for Aaron. 
True, true. But I did find that interesting, Tiki Barber said. I mean, Tiki Barber would know out of anyone what the New York media is all about. He played, did he play his entire career with the Giants? Who's that? Tiki, Tiki Barber? I, I think he I think he did. I'm not a big Tiki Barber fan. I, I, I think he's kind of a mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What does that mean? <laughs> it just says a bunch of stuff that, that I don't agree with. All right. A mouth. I'm going to move on from this as fast as possible. Number two. Everyone is talking about football referees, and every league is trying their best to capture the attention of curious fans. We have the XFL, the USFL, and also the Arena League, guys. They're going to be doing something very, very different with their referees. And they released a video explaining this, and here is part of that video. The Arena League is different. Only one official on the field to mark and set the ball and make penalty announcements. Sky judges watching live video feeds decide penalties in real time. Coaches and fans will have access to referee communications, and coaches will be allowed to communicate with officials in real time. Best of all, a public grading system to hold officials accountable for their performance after each game. Faster, fun, fair. That was the Arena League video they put out earlier today. Now, so they said they're going to have one referee on the field to spot the ball and make penalty calls. And then they're going to have someone watching over it as like a sky judge. And then they're going to have, which I do think is cool, they're going to have, you can hear the conversation amongst the referees and the coaches and all that stuff. They're going to allow you to do that. But Tony, does the current standard for football refereeing need to be changed? For football referee? Do we need to make changes like this? Are we talking NFL? Are we... We're talking about football in general. Because like the XFL is doing new stuff, the USFL is, and so is the Arena League. I don't know. I need to see how some of the... The um, XFL stuff looks with the sky jump. Listen, there were some ideas from the last couple of leagues that the came AAF out that, some good ones, yeah. that we liked, uh, but didn't get adopted. And did it stop you from watching the NFL? Any, I've any watched games since. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, maybe we'll see. Uh, Chris, do you think that there needs to be some uh, the current standard for football refereeing needs to be changed? How would anything that uh, the Arena League is doing? improve on the fact that there was a holding penalty called slash not called in the Super Bowl there at the end of the game. I I guess uh, here, here everybody... I'll give you an answer. Okay. I guess because the sky judge is the one who is looking for the penalties and how he how might have been it... able to call that a hold from his he point could of have, view yeah, just as easily he as will the have, ref on the field. He'll have all he or she will have all of the monitors and all the different angles and then they will buzz down to the referee and say there yeah. was a penalty there. That's all right. I, I'm I, cool. That's all right. I've I'm said cool. this a thousand times. I'm probably going to have to go a thousand more. I just don't need absolute perfection in my NFL football games. Would, would I like it? Sure, it would be great, but that's just not the way the world is. And I think teams, you know, good teams have to overcome some calls, sometimes calls that can't be overcome, and it's frustrating, but I think it all evens out eventually. So that's just, I, that's always been my opinion on it. I feel like it's going to be very overwhelming for the one official on the field to be able to spot the ball 
call the penalties. All do, he's doing, he's a one man band. He or she, and, and I think that's a lot, wouldn't you think, Chris? I mean, can you imagine? He'll also get uh, plenty of lip from all the players down there who won't True. have anybody else to talk to. Like, yeah, it seems like a lot of jobs for like one a, guy. A lot of anxiety for no reason. <laughs> yes, lots of anxiety. Number one. All right, I've confirmed this story, but the NBA is looking to avoid a last picked situation in the NBA All-Star Draft this year per TNT. Uh, the NBA All-Star Captains. Now, in the past, these these All-Star Captains will choose their first overall, and then they'll go all the way to the end. Apparently, the players who get drafted last do not like it, and they are feeling some type of way about it. So the All-Star Captains are now going to pick reserve players first, then are going to pick the starters after, so that no one is technically picked last. So, Chris... Is okay. this soft? <laughs> no. Really? Yes, it I thought is, you would be on the soft me. train. Yeah, you you're are leading. leading. I'm just asking witness. a question. Leading the witness. Okay, I'll rephrase this. Is this soft? <laughs> soft. <laughs> With the are these... emphasis on soft. <laughs> these soft. guys just total wimps. Uh, it... How do I rephrase this? I, I guess, don't know. You um... don't have to. I... I'll go back. It's like my last one, you know. Yeah, grow up, grow up, hair. If you're the last <laughs> pick, just tough it out and go go show them that you shouldn't have been the last pick. All right. Every one of us was the last pick in a schoolyard pick once in our lives. Not maybe, me. Maybe Tony Gwynn Jr. wasn't. Not yes, me. you were. No, I wasn't. All right. I'm a decent you, athlete. Lies. So am I, but I was also a last pick in my schoolyard pick many times when I was That's younger. That's sad. Why? Screw I mean, you're new to the off. neighborhood. You get picked last. That's right. the way it goes. Anyway, I, I survived is my point. So Yes, uh, Tony, what do you think? Is it is this soft? No, it's not soft. That's it? That's all you got? That's all I got. All right, I got a tweet from uh, someone. I can't pronounce their name on the air. That's it for the Big Five, everybody. Um, they said the most pathetic aesthetic play. We were talking about the NFL changing the Eagles quarterback sneak because it's not aesthetically nice. But the this person says the most pathetic aesthetic play was probably what the Cowboys tried when Zeke got blown up into the quarterback. Which, yeah, that wasn't aesthetically pleasing either. No, no, I argue that it was aesthetically. Oh, you want to see him get blown up? No, Zeke got like blasted. <laughs> he just was snapping bl- the ball. Why is he, he was the center? <laughs> <laughs> and he had no shot. He just got remember, pushed. Do you remember the, the phrase "can the center"? <laughs> no, uh, I, you don't. Know? Uh-uh. I've heard that. It before. just means that, like in the, again in a schoolyard game, that the kid was centering the football and he's looking between his legs because he's a young kid and he wants to snap yeah. it properly. As soon as he snaps it, you just toss it. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> That's yes. canning the center. That's exactly That's what, happened, what Zeke. happened to Zeke. That's exactly. <laughs> who designed that play? Zeke, we're going to need you to snap the, the ball. The guy who's now calling the plays. For the Chargers? No, for, well, well, who was it? Uh, for the Chargers. It yeah. is for the Chargers. No, but McCarthy, oh, you think I'm McCarthy? saying oh. that maybe he came up with it. Yeah, well. I mean, that was. Uh, I better. could watch that play over and over and over because not only did he get blown up, but he got blown up into Dak, which caused Dak to throw it off of his back foot. Anyway, I'm not going to make the Cowboys fans relive their loss one more time. We make you relive your uh, 49er losses all the time. Yeah, but that's a little bit different. I'm not mean like you guys. Chris Good big five today, Scraby. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Oh, oh now you're being nice to me. <laughs> uh, I'm always nice to you. Okay. Talking about. All right. Five o'clock hour, reset the uh, top stories of the day. And as advertised, we'll let you know who the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame finalists are.
Your name could be on that list. Stick around. More Gwen and Chris. Happy hour. (laughs) Wait, what? They could? (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 